Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Michelle Pereira, who has recently won a fight, and that was against Santiago Ponzinibbio at UFC Fight Night 206 this past weekend, and what a fight it was. Very fun fight of the night. Michelle was looking good early on, as he was really bringing the action to Santiago on the feet, and it really seemed like Santiago had no answer for the striking. So early on, it was looking very good for Michelle, but then Santiago began to pick up the pace in round two. And in round three, it was just all out back and forth. Very fun action. But by the end, Michel was able to win by split decision. Very close fight. It doesn't really seem like a lot of people are complaining about the decision. Many are agreeing that Michel did enough to win. But I also see some arguments in favor for Santiago. And I could understand that as well. But personally, I'm good with the decision. And this is a huge win for Michel because it's over a ranked fighter in Santiago Ponzinibbio. Santiago was number 14 going into that fight, so by the time the rankings are updated, Michelle is going to be in the top 15 at welterweight. And that's why I wanted to make this video, because I don't really have a clear read on Michelle Pereira. I don't exactly know how his career is going to play out. Because coming into the UFC, it seemed like he was going to be one of those fighters who wouldn't become a contender, but will become a recognizable name due to their ability to put on entertaining fights. And that's definitely what Michelle was doing early on. This guy was going all out, mixing it up, doing flips inside the cage, dancing before the fight even begins. The entertainment value from this guy is like a whole new level compared to other fighters. But of course, I got him into troubles, specifically his defeat to Tristan Connolly, where he gassed out and ended up losing. And then of course, he had that fight against Diego Sanchez, which was going his way until he connected with an illegal knee that ended the fight and gave Diego the win by disqualification. But after that, he has been looking so good. You can tell that he's trying to improve as a fighter instead of being that crazy fighter who just blows his energy all out by doing the craziest things. I feel like he's more tamed now. That craziness is still there, but it's at a better level this time around because now he is very technical. You can tell that he is picking his shots. He's not turning the fight into an all-out war. He's trying to actually win the fight and also put on a show, but definitely the aspect of trying to put on a show is not as much compared to before. Now he's also trying to win, especially as he climbs up the rankings and he fights even harder competition. And it even shows in this win streak, four of those wins ended by decision. And Michel was a guy who came into the UFC with a lot of excitement around him, not only because of how flashy he was in the cage, but also because of his ability to finish the fight in emphatic fashion. But now that hasn't really been happening as much. But with that being said, he's still putting on entertaining performances and very technical performances. You don't see the finishes too much. You don't see the flips in the cage as much anymore, but he's still fighting well and he's not fighting to a point where he's too apprehensive. He's not just circling around the cage for the entire fight. He's actually trying to win. And like I said, he's going up against harder competition now, so it's going to be more difficult for him to finish the fight. A fighter like Santiago Ponzinibbio, that's a tough guy. So even though Michel was unable to get the finish, he holds a win over him, and that's a huge win. And it makes me wonder, what's next? How far does he bring this? Because now we see a transition between the fighter who was the fun guy, he put on entertaining fights, he was a showboat, but now it seems like he's trying to to 
transition into becoming a fighter who can fight the top guys and possibly contend for the title one day. So do I think Michelle has what it takes to do that? And honestly, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen. Because it's funny, I always think Michelle is an older guy, but he's only 28 years old. That's insane. This guy looks like he's almost 40, but he is 28 and it's clear that he is improving. And these aren't even his prime years yet, which is what makes this all the more exciting because he has been looking very good in the past couple of years. So I could only imagine what he's going to look like in a couple more because by that time he'll be 30 and who knows, maybe by that point he will be a top fighter in the welterweight division. And aside from Michelle improving on his skills, I feel like he's also learned so much due to all the defeats that he has had in his career. This guy has a record of 28 wins, 11 defeats, and two no contests. That's not exactly the cleanest record, but he's a prime example of sometimes it doesn't matter how you start. It matters how you improve and how you keep going. And right now we're at a time where it really seems like he's hitting his stride. He's not just the wild maniac in the cage anymore. He's a guy who is actually trying to become a legitimate fighter in his division. And so far on this five fight win streak, I like what I see. Obviously, the next move for him is either going to be another top 15 fight or maybe even someone in the top 10. If it was another fight in the top 15, I could see the UFC giving him someone like Li Jing Liang, Jeff Neal, Michael Chiesa. All those names honestly make sense to me. And then in the top 10, we have Neil Magny, Sean Brady, Jorge Masvidal, Stephen Thompson, Vicente Luque. Those are all the names before the five spot. And I wouldn't give him every name here. I probably wouldn't give him Sean Brady because Sean Brady is a prospect. And the thing with Michelle is you could kind of classify him as a prospect too. I find it harder to classify him as a prospect because he's already had such a long career already. But in a way, he still kind of is a UFC prospect. And I just don't think it's a good idea to put two prospects up against each other. You want to see both of them grow and possibly fight in the future. So I say Sean Brady is out of that mix. But aside from that, the other names make sense. I know Michelle was calling out Jorge Masvidal, but I just don't think he's going to get that fight. All due respect, but he just doesn't have the name value for a Jorge Masvidal. Jorge only wants to fight big names from now on. So I can't see him fighting someone like Michelle Pereira, even though I think that matchup would be a very fun one. It just doesn't make sense for Jorge because he needs a bigger name. But Steven Thompson, man... That would be a fun fight too. I think that would be very entertaining. I would love to see that. Vicente Luque would also be a fun fight too against Michelle Pereira. These guys are ranked number six and seven. Vicente is six, Steven is seven. So I don't think the UFC will be giving Michelle someone that highly ranked right away. So I'm looking at Neil Magny. Why not put him up against Michelle Pereira? I know he's going to fight uh, Shavkat Rahmanov next, but after that, why not make that fight with Michelle? See, the thing with Michelle is that he's quickly built a reputation where it seems like you can put him up against anyone and it's going to be an exciting fight. So just naming all these names, I have no problems with any of them. So now it's just a matter of, is it too big of a name? Will a Jorge Masvidal fight him? Will a Steven Thompson fight him? Will a Vicente Luque fight him? I hope so. It would be nice, but I also understand name value. And Michelle has that to an extent, but not big enough where people in the top five, top 10 are looking forward to a fight with him. So yeah, it's really hard to say who 
who his next opponent should be after this win against Santiago Ponzinibbio. I wouldn't mind if they took their time with Michel and gave him another fighter in the top 15. And it kind of seems like that's what the UFC is doing. They're not really pushing Michel too quickly, it seems like. And it's funny because he's the fighter that you could probably do that with the most due to how entertaining he is. But I do like how they're not pushing him too quickly. I honestly think this is the best way for a fighter to be pushed because it's not too fast where you're giving Michel top names right away, but it's also not too slow because you're giving him unranked fighters, yes, but these guys are still very tough. You have names like Chaos Williams, Nico Price, and it's like, yeah, they're not ranked, but these are tough opponents. He's not fighting the bottom of the barrel. And now that he fought Santiago Ponzinibbio, that's his first ranked opponent, but even that is a fight that's not too much too soon. It's the perfect name for someone who's climbing up the rankings. So because of that, I think the UFC is pushing Michelle at a perfect pace. And I really do hope they continue doing that because there's a lot of potential for Michelle to become a top name at 170 one day. But yeah, moving forward, I think a good name for him would be Li Jing Liang, Jeff Neal, Michael Chiesa, Neil Magny, if Neil Magny is down for that fight after Shavkar Rachmanov. Those are the four names that I'm the most confident in. Fighters like Vicente Luque and Steven Thompson would also be fun matchups, but I don't think the UFC is going to give him that high of a ranked fighter yet. And in regards to Michel becoming a UFC champion, the chances of that for me right now are slim, but I would love to see Michel improve more and hopefully get there one day. But what do you think? What's next for Michel Pereira? And how far do you see him going in the UFC? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.